0: Hello, Choose Love friends. We're back for another Choose Love podcast focusing on what we all have in common as human beings, the want and need to love and be loved. And it all boils down to choice. We have an opportunity to choose love from the moment we wake up till we lay our heads down on our pillows at night. Today, we have a very special guest and dear friend of Choose Love and me personally, Ellie Cook. Ellie is an amazing woman. First and foremost, she's a mom to three amazing boys. Actually, I have to say, young men now, don't I, Ellie. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she's a Reiki master. Uh, And that's Energy Healing, for those of you that are not familiar. And she is a certified positive discipline family trainer. Last but not least, she's married to Dr. Chris Cook, author of The Compassionate Achiever and one of the best books I've ever read. Also, one of our books in our book club, by the way, our Choose Love Book Club, Dr. Cook is Dean of the Cormier Honors College at Longwood University in Virginia, and is also on the Choose Love board of directors, actually has been from the very beginning, and has been instrumental in the Choose Love movement since almost day one. So I can say that you guys are like family to us at this point.
1: Yay, absolutely.
0: Yes, so uh, of course when we were doing our choose love at home program it only made sense to ask you to partner on that project so important and has become even more important during the pandemic with everyone home with their kids and uh, kind of this facing uncertainty and and anxiety and uh, so that's what we're here to talk about today Uh, and I'm so happy to have you here. Well, thank you. I'm so happy to
1: be here.
0: Yay! So, uh, I just wanted to start off by saying that you have been very instrumental in my own healing um, following my personal tragedy with our Reiki sessions. So,
1: well, thank you. I'm so glad. Yeah,
0: they they've been just incredible to me to have an hour long session with you and you to really really connect and uh and and i believe in energy we're energetic beings and i believe that you can be very attuned which you definitely are and i just recommend you and reiki and energy work for not just grieving parents but but just almost Anything. Everyone.
1: I know, especially in this time because we are under so much stress and there's so much stressful energy out there right now that sometimes if we're, sometimes we pick up on that. So it's really important energetically to keep ourselves protected and importantly
0: grounded. Right. So it
1: really works for anyone. It's really for anyone.
0: And so, that's a great lead into talking about how important this choose love movement is for homes. Absolutely. Yeah, um, we're we're talking about social and emotional intelligence, um, which is the foundation of the program. And social emotional intelligence is literally learning and then practicing how to have healthy relationships. And meaningful connections, which are the basis of you know being human, how to regulate yourself and manage your emotions, how to grow through difficulty uh, mm-hmm. and change, by the way, mm-hmm. and uncertainty, how to make responsible decisions, and all of these skills and tools are not innate within us. We're not born with them. We have to learn them, and so that means that you can actually get to be an adult
1: and we yes. exactly have these skills and tools. Absolutely. And the most important place for us to practice them is at home and now home has become our workspace, our school and our supposedly safe escape place. And so there's a lot going on in families, in relationships, and it's really important that we focus on our energy, how we're feeling, and how we're responding. So I know when we first did this at-home program, we were focusing so much on helping parents to be able to be role models for their children, And you and I talk about that a lot. And it's important that we understand that now it's more important than ever. So one of the things that I wanted to make sure that I brought up, um, which I try to do every time, is, is to say I am not a parenting expert. I have a lot of training and I am a parent, but I think that everyone, or I should say, and I think everyone who is a parent is the best parent that they can be for their child. So the first step is always not to judge other parents and to understand that we need to love ourselves and start with self care and self love so that we can be the best parent that we can be.
0: That's so important. And also not to judge ourselves, right? Because it's yes. so to get down on ourselves. And I mean, even even what i've learned through the choose love movement about being a parent I, it's easy for me to look back and go wow i wish that i had these skills and tools before cuz i would have done things differently but of course cuz if you if you know yes. better you do better but you know today's a new day and Yes, always choices that you can make, and our goal is to give you these skills and tools so that you can utilize them right away, and you can see a positive difference right away.
1: So, I'll give you some simple little examples of things that I do to make myself feel better. So, when I'm at home, and so I have three boys; they're now thirteen, fourteen, and sixteen. No, way. they're. Yeah, yeah, crazy, right? So eighth grade, freshman, and junior year, Um, The boys were homeschooled last year, and we're trying because we just relocated. So let's add a relocation on top of all this for fun. Um, And and dad has a new job just for fun. Um, We are loving it, and it's been really positive. And we do always try to stay positive and think of the things we're grateful for. So while the kids are home, they're in the public school right now trying out virtual learning, and they're navigating this whole new thing. I'm navigating it. We're in a new location. So I'm I feel really ungrounded. So one of the first things I'll do is get grounded. So one of my favorite ways to get grounded is to just go outside in my bare feet. Mm. You can also do that in your house. Just go barefooted and if you're good at imagining things, you could just close your eyes and imagine you're outside. If you're not good at that, I would suggest go outside without shoes on. You could even keep your socks on. The idea is that energy doesn't flow through rubber and most of our shoes have rubber soles so the idea is to just get your feet actually on the ground so you can feel the energy and just take three deep breaths Mm -hmm. there are also well you do the tapping stuff there's also you can tap right Mm -hmm. on the middle of your chest just below the little opening uh the little soft spot in your uh throat Mm -hmm. so you could just tap there a few times I also am trying really hard to just get some sort of energetic, I don't want to say routine, uh, practice in each day. Right now, I'm using a free online program called Yo Chi. It's Y O Q I. Marissa is her name, I believe. <laughs> um, and she literally has, you can choose different ones. I usually do a 15 minute daily routine, and that just is energetic movements. It's not an aerobic exercise. Anybody can do it. And there are there's some thumping in it. There's energy work in it that you can do literally in 15 minutes. And that will help to set me for the day. It will help set my energy, calm me down. Another quick, easy thing is to shake. I know that sounds weird, but if you're just standing and you just loosen your body, And let yourself shake. You can shake off stress like that. I'm big on intention. So if you intend to release the stress from your body and your mind while you're gently shaking and twisting, that helps tremendously. So those are just some quick, easy things for self-care. I'm not talking about, you know, someone saying, okay, now practice your yoga and do an hour a day. But I mean, many moms can't. They're working from home, trying to be a teacher, you know, helping their kids navigate, and they're trying to take care of the household.
0: I don't know how anybody can do that. I mean, I for, for like for decades I worked out of the house as a single mom with two boys, you know, right? having to be at work by 8:30 in an hour commute and not getting out until 5:30 and picking them up at daycare at 6:30. And uh, so, you know, then obviously I had an experience- you're stressed to, you know, not work out or whatever. And and now I don't really have an excuse because I work from home. Uh, I work <laughs> all day, every day. Um, but I have to tell you, I'm on the phone with my therapist uh, five minutes ago and I did my therapy session for an hour walking because I was like, this is the only time I'm going to be able to.
1: <laughs> for you. So, but that's a perfect example. So to take a walk and even take a walk with your children because that helps too, that you can unwind, you can talk, but you could also multitask and and take a call if you have to. The point is that you're going to take care of yourself because as caregivers, one of the main things we forget to do is take care of ourselves because we're so busy taking care of everyone else. And taking 15 minutes for yourself, whether that's to wake up in bed and just lay there, and breathe intentionally, breathing in calm and breathing out anything stressful or negative. It's just taking that time to take care of yourself can set you to be able to help everyone else. Right, the old adage of, and I think we even said this in the original program, right, it's the example of being on an airplane and the stewardess says to the parent, take the oxygen first, then give it to your child. (laughs)
0: I know, and if you've ever thought about why you do that, it's because if you start getting low on oxygen, you start panicking and you're no good to your child or yourself. So if you take care of yourself, then you're calm and you can calmly put on your air mask because, you know, we were talking before this podcast, Ellie, and we were talking about modeling, and it's yes. so important to remember that as parents, you are your child's role model, and you are teaching them in the moment, every moment, how to handle, now especially during the pandemic, difficulty, challenges, roadblocks, pandemics, (laughs) everything from this moment on, and they're watching everything that you do. And less than 40% of our communication is actually verbal. And even if you're saying all the right things, but your actions mm-hmm. are not uh, going along with those words or you're getting frustrated or you're acting out in anger or you know your energy is off, your kids are going to pick up on that because the kids are brilliant and they always have you in their sights. And so it's really, really important to be mindfully aware that you are modeling in the moment how your kids – are learning to deal with difficulty from here on forward for the rest of their lives but here's what it does for you parents it enables you to be the best you in the moment it enables you to rise to the occasion it enables you to be the person that you want to be for your kids to, to be the person you want your kids to grow into just that awareness and for me, it was a gift because I've been, I've been trying to be present in the moment, not thinking about the past, not worrying or planning for the future, but literally being present with JT while I can, when I can, and understanding that he's learning from me. And it literally helped me be the best person that I can be. And, and so I learned that and I want to pass that on to all our parents.
1: That is awesome and so, so important. And we started talking about self-care and I, as you were saying that, want to wrap up with, and parents, you're going to make mistakes. And that is a great opportunity to teach your children how to deal with mistakes. And I can give you a personal example. So this morning, Cole climbs into bed with me. He's all stressed out about school. And so I'm not quite awake and I'm not really responding. I'm reacting. And he's getting agitated and I'm getting agitated. And he's complaining about how he's stressed out because he doesn't know what this is due and he doesn't know how to and and instead of just listening, because that's all he wanted me to do, I went into trying to solve his problem. And then I got frustrated because each time I tried to solve it, he gave me another detail about how that couldn't work. Ah. And so I was like, oh, and so I was getting frustrated and he was getting frustrated and he left frustrated, went downstairs and I was like, okay, hold on. I have to reset. So I literally just took three deep breaths, got myself together, went back downstairs and I said, dude, that did not go very well. I am so sorry. I should have just listened to you. Mm-hmm. You just wanted to t- talk to me, right? And he's like, yeah, but you wanted me. And I'm like, I know, I know, I'm sorry. And can we, you know, can we have a do-over? And he felt much better. We started with a hug because we know what to do. And we started with a hug and said, all right, try that again. And he explained it to me. And I was a much better listener. And again, it's okay to make mistakes because that's how I would want him to react to, <laughs> if he made a mistake right? You say you're sorry and you move on and you see what, what you can do. So we have to forgive ourselves as well. And that's just, just an example because we all make mistakes. You know, I crack up because when you give the intro all the time and and talk about me and the things I've done, I think my gosh, and I still have moments where I'm like, ah, (laughs) I
0: I know. I always like to share that. I don't always choose love. And I say that also because I know, uh, sometimes my 20 year old son is sitting in the next room and if I right? didn't come clean, he'd probably come clean for me. So, Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Right. And yeah, we have to also enjoy the moments like you were saying, be in the moment and enjoy moments that we can. One of the other things i learned from positive discipline was to schedule fun times too. So mm-hmm. that might be something that we're forgetting to do. Um, and we're very busy and whatnot In our family, for example, we schedule a walk. So after dinner, we have to take the dog for a walk anyway. So we'll schedule a walk with everyone. Or we'll schedule some screen time, maybe a movie or a, a series or something. And, and it's not like we get out a calendar. We just say, hey, you guys, okay, it's the weekend. Should we watch a movie tonight? Yeah, okay. All right, can we walk tonight? Okay. And we? And we do that kind of thing. So it's another quick and easy way to help make some fun time and time to bond as a family, not just, you know, crisscross.
0: You know, it's so interesting, Ellie, um, when JT was little, I learned how to parent in a, in a more positive way, probably very connected to what positive discipline teaches rather than punish. <laughs> Bad behavior, mm-hmm. yeah, reward right. behavior. And so we had this bowl and it had little oh. ices in it that, you know, JT could take it with like maybe a little packet of candy. I know that doesn't sound great, but, or, you know, like a little, a little game, something like that, or a gift yeah. certificate for an ice cream cone or something. Um, and the other option always was time with me. And do you know what he chose every single time? Yes. He chose time with me. That's what our kids want. And, you know, I I think about the fact that, you know, when when JT was younger, screens weren't what they are now. And, I mean, I fully admit I'm addicted, but thank goodness because... You know, we didn't have, I specifically did not want a TV, so we didn't have a TV. I didn't want to compete and lose. Like, I always think of me saying, okay, guys, turn off the TV, let's spend some time together, and them going, aww, you know, so So I just cut (laughs) that out immediately. But we read Which
1: together. Is awesome all
0: the time. That's so, so great. I, that is the way to live your life with the fewest regrets: is to spend it time is. with the people that you love, and not and not on screens, but sitting across from them, looking into their eyes. And I mean, now I can look back and say, "Thank God I did that," because
1: right, you know, I, I, and, I, and you're not wishing you had that time back. And I'm glad you said that because, again, my kids are teenagers. So we're, if we're doing screen time, and I really appreciate you bringing that up because screen time, they're doing so much right now. That that is not the best choice. It really isn't, Um, and we're doing it more with discussions afterwards, but you're right. The best way is just face-to-face, talking, walking, doing something fun. We've got a new lifestyle and we can bike and we can walk places, and we can do a ton more outside. So, so that is the way to go. And yes, reading together. Uh, Chris instituted um, philosophical Fridays for us, and he ah. put out a philosophical um, question, and we think about it all day long, and then we'll talk about it at dinner time.
0: That's really and,
1: cool. Yeah, there's all kinds of fun things that you can do to just stay engaged and stay positive because that's the other thing that's difficult. I think that when parents make time to be with other parents, then it becomes difficult conversations about everything that's going on. And we need to try to make sure that we're staying positive and that we're focusing on the right thing. So you and I, when we talked previously, we talked about what can we do to help with this whole situation we're in I feel like one answer is to have intention to help others and to choose love and to send love and with others in mind as well. So we can set an intention to be positive and be grateful during the day and maybe even think about something little that we could do for someone. It's as easy as saying, okay, when I'm walking, I'm going to make sure I say hi. Or as easy as checking in with someone to see if they need anything. Um, We have a new neighbor who's single. You know, I made dinner and had a ton of leftovers, send some leftovers. You know, anything you can think of to help stay engaged and do something positive to help other people, because you know that helps you. That's that growth and the positive gratitude and all of the benefits you get from that personally.
0: Oh, yeah, the formula. Absolutely. Yes that's, and that's the basis of everything that we do. and it's also the basis Great. of the program that you and I created together and produced, which is the Choose Love at Home, which by the way, is now our master class. <laughs> yeah. So if anybody really wants to brush up on their social and emotional intelligence and, and neuroscience. Um, you've got to take our masterclass online on our website, chooselovemovement.org. It's no cost. And, uh, Ellie and I spent a significant amount of time on it and I'm really proud of it. And,
1: uh, Yay. I wanted to talk I like the way you did it, which is, what do you like about it? I like that you can choose which way you want to take it, that you can choose to watch the videos and you could do it all at your own pace.
0: Right. You can do it at your own pace. We have a couple of different options for the home program. We have one that's completely designed for younger kids, elementary school kids and their parents. And then we kind of have a middle version and then we have this master class. So I, and you know, we've had a spike obviously in downloads of the parenting class because everybody's home and they've got their kids with them. And um, the younger one, at least is something that you can do with your kids. You could probably do the old one, older, old, the uh, master class with your older kids. If you wanted to, I mm-hmm. wanted to ask you, Ellie, um, you are a certified positive discipline family trainer. So I wanted to ask you what exactly that means.
1: So it's actually a parent educator, but same, same idea. Oh, family okay. educator. Yep. That's okay. Um, and, What that is, is I went through training to be able to teach classes to parents and use the positive discipline approach in doing that. And what I liked about that program and why I became so active in it and became an instructor was because I felt like parenting was the most important job I'd ever had in my whole life and I never got any training in it everything I've ever done in my life, I got training, I did research. I mean, think about it, your jobs, the different things that you do, you have training and you're prepared. And I never felt prepared. And what I liked was that there were hands-on examples and it was a way for parents to come together and learn basically the basics about parenting and what we outlined in our program. So it gave me the opportunity to do that. And it helped me with my experiences and helped me to learn, you know, obviously how to do it better myself.
0: Yeah, I've, I felt the same way. There's, there's no preparation for the most important job in the entire Hello. world, which is right? raising kids. And I feel like positive discipline, which I've had training in as well, not the, not that program, but positive yeah. discipline in itself, uh, yeah. as opposed to punishing bad behaviors, it's rewarding right. good behaviors. Um, I think now the research is 100% um, in that direction that when you punish bad behaviors, it doesn't necessarily fix the issue and mm-hmm. some of those bad behaviors are cries for help and they
1: are. and so, so
0: that's what cries for help then 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 they're not getting help
1: in the discipline and they're right right and there's also research about the rewards as well. You don't want to overdo that. That's like dessert. When we talk about that, we talk about, you know, you don't have dessert after every meal. Rewards really? should not be used all the time. Yeah. The meal should be the reinforcement that you give your child and the opportunities for them to grow, which is what you teach about all the time in your programs and everything that you're doing. The key message is to understand yourself and your children and to try to respectfully respond to them. So that whole idea of punishing is completely gone the idea is to empower them and give them the skills that they need to be able to be successful and what I like is you know when I was parenting I was just picking the things that you know my parents did that I thought worked or that I liked and not doing the things that I, they did that I didn't like and or, or when I babysat you know I I had nothing to go off of if you go to a program and look at the research, you can see what types of parenting actually end up helping your children. So if you wanted, one of the exercises I remember we used to do was, what kind of a person do you want your child to grow up to be? And then you list all those things. And what makes them become that? And it's all these actions of being a role model listening, being available, being positive, being respectful. And I think that's what's helped my boys so much is they know we're going to listen to them. They know we're going to problem solve with them. And they know that we, you know, they're going to have to do hard things and it's really about their reinforcement and, and just having good communication and good social and emotional skills.
0: Oh, it's all about that. And you made a good point. And that is the foundation of our Choose Love at Home program that we created together. And that is that you can't always choose what happens to you in life. And uh, if you didn't know Mm -hmm. that before, the pandemic taught you, right? (laughs) Uh,
1: Exactly.
0: Yeah. But you can always Take your personal power back in how you choose to thoughtfully respond and when you choose love, which is kindness, caring, concern, compassion, civility, you do take your personal power back and there's a formula for it. And the formula is the basis of everything that we do. And this leads you to not only being able to thoughtfully respond with love, but also flourishing in your personal life and your family life and your work life. And that starts with courage uh, and of course, we all need a lot of courage to deal with uh, with the changes um, that we're seeing all around us, with facing right. the uncertainty, uh, with dealing with you know what's going on in our family lives and with our kids. And then uh, the second character value in the formula for choosing love is gratitude. So having the courage to be grateful, even though things might not be going the way that you want, you know, maybe you want to be at school and you can't be, maybe you want to be at work and you can't be, Um, maybe you've had enough of, of this together time, whatever. There's always, (laughs) there's always something to be grateful for. And then that moves us into forgiveness. And we know that forgiveness is really the number one way to have healthy relationships and healthy relationships per a 75 year longitudinal study done by Harvard university are the key to happiness. And Mm -hmm. so you kind of see how all this starts to come together. And then the last character value is having the courage to step outside of everything that's going on in our lives Uh, even our own pain and suffering that we baggage that we bring to the table, stepping outside that to help someone else. And that is compassion and action. And when you've had the courage to be grateful, even if things aren't going your way and to forgive, even if the person who hurt you isn't sorry, doesn't care or doesn't know. And then to be able to step outside of what's going on in your own life to help someone else, you've chosen love and you've taken your personal power back. And that's ultimately your personal guide to flourishing in your life, which, you know, when you think about what you want for your kids and for yourself, I, I believe that it is flourishing in happiness, health, physically, mentally, and emotionally. This is what all leads to that ultimate end.
1: Exactly. Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs>
0: awesome. well do you have any final words of wisdom for our audience dearest Ellie
1: I just want to reiterate that you are the best parent for your child yes love and forgive yourself and be a great role model and what do we say have a lot of fun oh that's right definitely Jessie taught us <laughs>
0: That's right. That was a message he left for his big brother on his desk. And it said, have a lot of fun. And there's tons of research behind the benefits of having fun as well. So you need to write that into your schedule if necessary. Mm-hmm. Fun and connection is so necessary. So this Yay. is a lot of fun, Ellie. Thank you so much. I always love so great to, to talk to you. I know, I know you're down in Virginia now and I miss you, but oh, I miss you too. We'll visit as soon as possible, but I love you so much and I'm so grateful.
1: Thank for- you. I love you too. And thank you for all of the work that you are doing, Scarlett. I honestly feel like choosing love and sending love to everyone right now is the most that we can do and the best thing we can do to help all of this. And I, the other, ah, the one other thing I wanted to say was, you know how they have that saying, keep it simple? Yes. Well, it came to me when I was talking to you, keep it spiritual. And that doesn't have to mean religious, Mm -hmm. spiritual in the way it can mean religion. If that's important to you and you practice that Mm -hmm. and it means for yourself and other human beings to respect and love each other. So that's my final word. Keep it spiritual.
0: Oh, I love that. And I agree 100%, Ellie. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us. And Thank you. Th- absolutely. Thank you, audience, for spending this time with us. And thank you for choosing love and helping us make the world a more peaceful and loving place. Yay. Hey, thank you, Ellie. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Love you. Talk to you soon.
1: It's all part of us. We can all choose love. It'll lift you up if you let it in. Let the healing Thanks for listening to the Choose Love podcast. Our
0: positive, empowering messaging is reaching millions of people all over the planet. Join the worldwide movement to choose love. Our programming is in over 10,000 schools, homes, and communities across the country, in every state and over 112 countries and counting. We are giving individuals of all ages the essential life skills they need to flourish. You can be part of the solution, too. We have sponsorship opportunities available that help support us and enable you to share in helping create a safer, more peaceful, and loving world. Contact me on our website, chooselovemovement.org.